Happy New Year! You know, the only way for it to be happy is for you to make it happy. For us, that includes taking care of our chronic kidney disease in the most basic ways. Remind me, what are those? My good buddy asked when I said that to her. So, this will be a back-to-basics blog to begin the new year. We all know that what we eat has a lot of influence on our kidneys. Way back when I was writing what is it, and how did I get it? Early stage chronic kidney disease, I call this influence the three P's and an S. That's an easy way to remember what I'll explain next. Remember though, we are each unique patients and you and your nephrologist will decide to what extent you follow these suggestions. Okay then. Let's start. Medline Plus has a comprehensive explanation of potassium. Potassium is a mineral that your body needs to work properly. It is a type of electrolyte. It helps your nerves to function and muscles to contract. It helps your heartbeat stay regular. It also helps move nutrients into cells and waste products out of cells. A diet rich in potassium helps to offset some of sodium's harmful effects on blood pressure. Your kidneys help to keep the right amount of potassium in your body. If you have chronic kidney disease, your kidneys may not remove extra potassium from the blood. You may need a special diet to lower the amount of potassium that you eat. Then there's protein. We're pretty familiar with the definition, but what does it has to do with your kidneys? The National Kidney Foundation has that one covered. That protein is used to build muscle, heal, fight infection, and stay healthy. Protein needs vary based on your age, sex and overall general health. Protein in the diet comes from both animal and plant sources. You need protein every day to meet your body's needs, but if you have kidney disease, your body may not be able to remove all the waste from the protein in your diet. Excess protein waste can build up in your blood causing nausea, loss of appetite, weakness, and taste changes. The more protein waste that needs to be removed, the harder the kidneys need to work to get rid of it. This can be stressful for your kidneys, causing them to wear out faster. For people with kidney disease who are not on dialysis, a diet lower in protein is recommended. The final P is phosphorus. I turn to WebMD for help with this one. Phosphorus is a mineral, like huron, sick, or potassium. You have more of this mineral in your body than any other except calcium. It plays an important role in keeping you healthy, so it's an important part of your diet. One of its main tasks is to serve as a building block for healthy teeth and bones. You may think that's calcium's job. But calcium needs phosphorus to make your teeth and bones strong. Phosphorus also helps your nerves and muscles do their jobs. It's a buffer that keeps the pH level in your blood balanced. Phosphorus also helps you turn fat, carbs, and protein into energy. When they work well, your kidneys remove extra phosphorus your body can't use. If you have a kidney condition like chronic kidney disease, you may have high levels of phosphorus. This can cause your bones to lose calcium or calcium deposits to form in your blood vessels, eyes, heart, and lungs. If you have too much phosphorus in your body for a long period of time, your chance of a heart attack or stroke goes up. Wow, and we're not done yet. There's sodium too. The to the Mayo Clinic for the following. The body needs some sodium to function properly. Sodium plays a role in the balance of fluids in your body. The way nerves and muscles work. The kidneys balance the amount of sodium in the body. When sodium is low, the kidneys hold on to it. When sodium is high, the kidneys release some in urine. If the kidneys can't eliminate enough sodium, it builds up in the blood. 
sodium attracts and holds water, so the blood volume increases. The heart must work harder to pump blood, and that increases pressure in the arteries. Over time this can increase the risk of heart disease, stroke and kidney disease. Some people are more sensitive to the effects of sodium than are others. That means they retain sodium more easily, which leads to fluid retention and increased blood pressure. Now you can understand the plethora of kidney diet cookbooks. Or you can limit these electrolytes yourself. That's what I did until I developed diabetes. I've had CKD for 14 years, so some of the estimating had become rote. Honestly, now I'm back to needing help to combine the renal and diabetes diet. Dealing with the three P's and one S is the beginning of taking care of your CKD. There's also exercise, sleep, avoiding stress, rest, watching your weight, avoiding alcohol and smoking, and keeping tight control of your diabetes, heart disease, and high blood pressure. Oh, limiting your sodium will help you with your high blood pressure, too. There isn't enough space in this particular blog to write about each of those. Let me know if you'd like a blog explaining more about the items in the previous paragraph. Meanwhile, see what you or you and doctor can do to help with them. Welcome to 2022, the year you take a bigger part in making yourself happy by taking care of your CKD. Until next week. Keep living your life.